Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bazzuto, your host for today, and I can't wait to introduce you to our guest today. We've already been chatting about lots of wonderful things, and I know it's going to be a fantastic conversation. So with that, I am so honored to introduce Dee Armstrong to you today. Dee's based in the uh, Dallas area and is the Senior Director of Project Management and Operations at Echo Project Management Group. She's created a different environment for the company, an environment of care and sympathy where they refuse to let rare diseases and conditions within healthcare define a person or their life. This vision rings true through the Echo staff and the quality of work and services they generate. They welcome everyone with open arms and treat everyone as a family member, building long-lasting relationships. Dee, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I'd love if you can share a little about your background and and your your journey to Echo. Well, good morning, and thank you so much for inviting me to chit chat with you. I love talking about myself, so let's just jump into it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I have been in the market research industry going on. Oh my God! If I say this, it's going to show how old I am. About twenty years now. Um, I noticed there was a need for medical. Uh, research with one of the companies I used to work with. So I actually built them a full medical recruiting department, um, was able to be very successful the first 12 years that I opened it, decided, hey, you know what? I don't want anybody else's rules. I want to do things my way and I'm going to open up my own company. So that's what I did. And I also was inspired by my Meemaw who suffered with Alzheimer's for a very long time. And also my uncle Don that suffered with schizophrenia. I watched them they were just another number uh, to that doctor. And I wanted more for them. I wanted these doctors to remember that's my family member. That's my heart. And that's the only grandma and uncle Don that I have. Right. So when they passed away on their deathbeds. I vowed to them that I was going to change healthcare, that I was going to make the, the doctors aware that these people are real people and they need some more sympathy, some more care and some more support. With that being said, I decided to open my company and do it unlike anybody else was doing it. So we are one of the fastest paying research companies here in the U.S. We pay within seven to 14 days, which helps these sick patients with medical care, groceries, um, because a lot of them are disabled and or on fixed incomes. Yep. I wanted to make the payment a huge thing. I also wanted to give them a way to get their voices heard, um, a way for them to be open and honest and not be judged for it. Yep. So every study there, everybody's anonymous. Um, we do not share anybody's personal information ever. We do not sell their information to anybody to reach out to them. Um, and that's what makes us different is that the people on our panel are not just a dollar sign. Hmm. They are our family. We spend 45 minutes to an hour just chatting with them. Yep. And they also know that they can call that recruiter that, that they built a, a rapport with anytime and just chit chat if they need to. Um, since we are known for rare cancer, we have a lot of patients that expire. Mm. So I tell my team, listen, this could be the last call. You could be their last call. Be their daughter, their son, their sister, their mother, their best friend. Be there for them. What else do you have to lose? You're getting paid for it. Right. So that's another thing that separates us is that most companies have a 10 minute limit. 
Mm. We don't here at Echo. If the person wants to talk two and a half hours, fine. Um, you know, we just, we want to treat them like we want to be treated. And that's another reason why I wanted to open my own company. Um, so, you know, in the U S we're known for, uh, cancer and then mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, amazing. I, I love the, the foundation and the, the care and the thought you put like really, really making it about the people. Right. And so yes, ma'am. I, I'm, I love this, this, this concept and I love what you've built here. Um, so on this podcast, we talk a lot about challenges. We talk a lot about community and I want to, I want to talk through some of the challenges that you have faced in, in building echo. And one of the things that you shared earlier was being a friend versus being the boss. And there's a thin line there, right? So talk to me about why this, this has been a challenge and, and some of the ways that, that you overcome it. I know it, it's not necessarily something that just goes away, right? You sound, you, you seem like a very kind person. So how do you balance that? <laughs> well, it has definitely been a struggle. I am an only child. So therefore relationships to me are very important. Mm. Um, you know, I never sought out to be an amazing business leader or to have an amazing company. I just sought out to hire people that need to be empowered, people that are disabled, Um, just because I felt like, you know, we have a lot of disabled people on staff and they need to know that they still matter. Mm. So we love to employ vets. We love to employ disabled folk, uh, because that empowers them. They're giving back, they're making that money that they need and they're not capped by the state. Right. Um, but back to the work life, I mean, back to the, you know, friend versus teammate. Now I never, I never say I, it's always we and echo. Hmm. it's never, um, I'm the boss. It is, we work together. I'm hmm. not any better than you. We work together. With that being said, I fall victim to, you know, one of my teammates having a bad day or needing some extra help in another category. And I may step over the line. I may, you know, blurry that line. And that's been the hardest struggle with me is where do you cut off hmm. friend versus teammate? Um, Because if you give somebody too much, they expect it. And then if you can't do it again, they resent you. If you have a resentful team team member, their work is going to show. And and I'm not a fake person either. So I'm very direct. So what I learned that works the best is if there is resentment or if, if I'm feeling a certain way or they're feeling a certain way, we talk together, just me and that person. Mm -hmm. If I need a witness, I'll pull somebody on the phone call with us. But I've had to learn (laughs) through tools um, how far to go and how far not to go. And to realize if you can't help that person, that's okay. I can't save everybody. I wish I could. Um, Mm. I can't save everybody. And so I'm not, I can't hang out with anybody on staff. I just, it's just, I tried. It's just not a great thing. Um, And since I employ only women, it's another fine line with women. Love working with women. We we are great, but we're very emotional creatures. Right. So what you say in a text or an email comes off a little differently. So that's why I do the approach of, you know, Hey, let me reach out and talk to you. Now, if they need some financial help, I'll pull in another, you know, like my bookkeeper on the line, just so we're on the same page. Right. Uh, But notes after calls are great. You know, Hey, we talked about this This is what we're going to do. That way, everybody's on the same page. Now, in order to get past the friend versus team member, if they really want to need to talk to me, they know that I'm always available. Mm -hmm. So on the weekends, if you have a personal issue, reach out to me. 
Yeah. We'll figure it out then. But if it's not echo related, can't talk to you Monday through Friday about it. Normally, if I put that buffer, <clears throat> yeah. they'll figure it out with a family member or with their spouse or whatever. Right, right. So a boundary there on- yeah, You've got to set boundaries. And you've Monday got to through Friday. With them. Monday through Friday, we're, yep. we're echo, we're team echo, we're in it together. And then if you need me, I'm here, but it's outside of business. And it's a, yep. after you send your wrap up email for the day and we're off the clock together, yeah. call me. I've got great advice, but <laughs> I can't do it on the clock. Um, and that's right. really helped the mentality of me versus, you know, me being, you know, the leader, whatever, versus being the friend. So I've right. noticed that if I separate the two with a boundary, it changes right. the game. And it's it so does. weird. It's just like if you sell something for $4.99 versus $500, people think they're getting a deal at $4.99. Same concept. It's the craziest thing. It is. Yeah. It's the psychology behind it, yep. right? That this is way beyond my level of knowledge, but the boundaries will do that. And the I, I find the moment you you welcome those friendships as a boss, it can become very disruptive to your workday. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you don't ever want a team member feeling a certain way if it's not to do with work. Right. And that muddies the water because I always tell everybody, listen, this is a hard position because we do lose people. Mm-hmm. I also we also offer therapy for our team members Amazing. because losing patients, it's it's hard. And I don't want to set anybody back. Right. I want right. to I want to in, inspire people. So um. I don't know what I was saying. So we offer therapy, you know, for our teammates, they can yeah. talk. So that way, you know, if they don't want to come to the owner, cause they have a problem, they can go to a therapist. No right. big deal. And we pay for all that as well. So, and I think this day and age with COVID and all this crazy stuff, people need therapy. <laughs> they do. They do. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for yeah. mental health and therapy. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So let's talk about work-life balance a little bit, because I think the, when I look at your journey and what you've built and, and, and what you do, how do you, how do you stay productive and, and keep all your employees happy and motivated and, and keep the company running, but not burn out because you, you clearly give a lot to those around you, but burnout can happen so easily. Right. So what's your, what's your secret to work-life balance? Team. Mm. You have to have a good team that you trust that you can delegate stuff to, and you've got to have a team that can all be intertwined within each other's positions. I know that sounds weird, but it's the truth, especially when you deal with a smaller team. Mm. But what I do is I'm very goal oriented. So I like to set up milestones. So say in three months, I want to lose 20 pounds. If I hit that 20 pound goal in those three months, here's what I'm going to buy for myself. Ooh. And then every Friday I do what's called a D day. So at 
five five o'clock on Friday, I will get to order whatever food I want. I'll get to rent whatever movie I want, or I can go out, or I can walk, or I go paint. That Friday at five o'clock when I get off work is just for me. Oh, I have found out that if I incorporate that, it it's a game changer. Hmm. It's an absolute, cause then I look forward to Friday and while, and so instead of me thinking I'm so overwhelmed with work, I'm thinking, oh my God, Friday, I get to have Mexican or I get to watch the new Adam Sandler movie out, or I just get to go outside and do some spray paint. That's kept me very, very, very balanced with work life. And I also refuse to work on the weekend. I don't care if my company's burning down. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. I can't. Another boundary. Look at look at you in those. Yeah, I'm good with boundaries. Um, Therapy works. (laughs) It does. Uh, Yeah. So so yeah. So I have a hard boundary. Once the weekend starts, once five o'clock Friday starts, I don't don't call me. Hmm. Not for Echo, anyways, because you have to have that reset. Um, And next month, Echo is actually going. We're going to try the work four off three. Oh, because I feel like we don't have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, yeah. So I want to circle back to your D-Day because I love this idea of Friday at five o'clock, right? You, you draw that line and we talk a lot about self-care and I feel like we've glamorized self-care to be like massages and pedicures and, but it's really, it's not, it's what you need inside, right? It's what fuels you. So if it's Mexican food and a movie, if it's painting, if it's, it's, it's really the idea of doing something that makes you feel good. It doesn't have to be at the spa. It doesn't have to be a vacation, but drawing the line and saying, okay, this is my time and I'm just going to do me. I love that. I think that's, that's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. And it gives you something to always look forward to. And it doesn't always have to involve money. And you're correct. Mm -hmm. My, my gift to myself this past weekend was I took myself to the zoo. Oh my God, that's so fun. I've been dying to go to the zoo and I'm trying to lose seven pounds anyway. So I was like, what? why don't I just take myself to the zoo, walk four hours? And I did, came home and fell right asleep. <laughs> that's <laughs> but it's stuff like that. And you have no idea how excited I was for the weekend. And it got me through this, the really tedious week last week. Mm, I love so, this. Yeah. yeah. So you're rewarding yourself, but Correct. you're also, you're also breaking yourself out of the, it's the the moving from the work routine to the not work routine. And I think absolutely with, with people who work from home and now we have so many people remote, the lines are blurred right between home office and home. I mean, I work out of a home office and it's literally a door between me and my family room. And so there's times at night where the kids are watching TV and I open that door because, Hey, I just have a couple emails I can send. Right. And and so having that clear line of I'm shutting it down and I'm getting out and doing something that's good for me is important. And I'm glad you said something about having a dedicated room. If you do work from home that we only will hire people that have a dedicated room because you've got to have when you work from home. So when I started Echo, I wanted I needed people to be in different time zones. So we started out remote. So yep. when COVID hit, we were like, oh, we're ready for this. <laughs> uh, but the whole thing is people have to have a dedicated space. You have to be able to, yep. to look in that room and go, oh, it's work. I stay in my office throughout the week. And on the weekends, I don't even go in there. If I don't have to, I don't even go in there. Um, yep. So when I started Echo six years ago, it was just me the first eight months. I was recruiting. I was project managing. I was doing bids. I was invoicing. And I was working seven days a week. Mm. I nearly had a nervous breakdown. 
Mm -hmm. I told myself, you got to figure out, you've been getting this amazing opportunity. You've got to figure out how to not get burned out, but keep going and be able to work 16 hours a day until you can hire a team of people. I kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing and was able to hire my first employee the first year open. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had, I had established that, that line quickly. Right. Right. So in terms of when it was just you and you were working the crazy hours, how did you ensure you didn't get burned out? Well, I mean, I, I did the first, you know, six months. Cause I just did, I didn't know what I was doing and it was right. so crazy how quickly we grew. Um, but I started establishing the whole no weekends pretty soon after that. Cause I told myself, I'm not going to make it right. I so know you, I can do this. So you realized you were at a I point where, it. yeah, I was miserable. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love what I do, but I'm starting to hate what I do. And if I hate what I do, why am I doing it? Oh, and that's, that's such an important, important point, right? Because you can have so much passion and love what you do, but the moment you reach those points of it's not sustainable, you start to hate what you loved. And it's not so much that you hate the the job or the, the company or what you're doing. It's that you hate the lifestyle you've created, right? Correct. And it's the not being able to sustain those results. Um, so in terms of, so you, so you hired somebody then how big is your team now? 12 and still growing. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. We're all nationwide. Um, but I think a lot of entrepreneurs burn out because they don't, they don't know what to do. Mm. They don't, when they start hating what they do, they're just like, Oh, screw it. This just wasn't meant to be. Well, that's not the case. Just right. set some set and also set realistic expectations for your clients. Right. Joe, if I don't have any movement, I'm not going to reach out till I do, you know, micromanage, whatever. Right. Don't do that. Um, So it's, 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 it's been, it's a lot of learning and really figuring out what makes you tick, what you're willing to put in um, and what exactly you want to get out. Because if you don't have a clear direction, then your team's going to be like, what, wait, what? Mm -hmm. So my team, my team knows there are some mandatory weekends, but you get paid a lot extra for that. Because I feel again, like if you're going to give me your family and off time, you should be paid pretty damn big for that. Mm. And I eventually, of course, charge that back to the client, but I like everybody to be off work as early as they can on a Friday and enjoy that entire weekend. Let's hit it hard again on Monday. We we work hard. We play hard. Yeah. And what a great mentality to instill in your team. I think that the, the leadership styles, right? There's so many different leadership styles, but to create an environment where your team comes together and understands, okay, I'm going to I'm going to bust all week and then I get to enjoy my time off and I'm respect, like somebody respects my personal time. Right. Absolutely. I, you know, I took a lot of things that I wanted out of a company that I didn't get and I incorporated into my own company. Mm. I think that's, what's also led to the big success that we continue to have here. Oh yeah. The longevity of of my team members. Right. Right. I, I think that's, that's really smart right? Using, using all of those things that you didn't like and, and finding a productive way to, to have that in your company. That's great. Yeah. And you know, and just recognizing somebody and being appreciative of them and sending them a a text or an email, just being like, Hey, so-and-so I really appreciate the efforts you put in this week. I just want to say what a good job you're doing. God, that goes so far with people. It does. You know, and I'm just, I'm always humble and grateful for where I'm at and who I'm working with. Mm, I, mean, I love that. Don't take that for granted. Then you don't seem to get a big head. I don't think. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have CEO on my title just because of that. Yeah, I was going to mention that actually. I when I was reading your bio, I thought it was interesting that you you founded the company, you are the CEO of the company, but you don't call yourself the CEO of the company. Nope, and I don't let anybody else call me the boss either. I don't like it. Interesting. We are all on the same platform. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I'm not any better than you and I don't need a special title. We're in this together. We're part of a team towards the same common goal. That's it. Wow, what a great mentality. And what a Thank great you. way to show up for your employees. They all know that you're in charge, right? They know this is your oh, yeah. company. But when you respect them as this is this is our my my company is also your company, right? We all work together for the success of this. I think that's that's a great way of looking at it. Well, thank um, you. So you have you have something exciting coming up with with a show. Tell me tell me about this. I do. So Montel Williams hosts a show called The Balancing Act, and it is about um, how people balance work and their careers and anything else that's pressing in their life. Um, I was contacted. I I don't know who nominated me, but apparently I got nominated um, and uh, I passed all the interviews and I will be filming with Montel in the next couple of months. um, And we will actually dive a little bit deeper into Echo, what we do what we're known for. Um, and then again, we'll talk about some work-life balance because that's super important. Yep. Um, and then boundaries. So, but I can't believe I'm going to be next to Montel Williams. <laughs> so I grew great. up with him. <laughs> that's I, used, so I bought his juicer, his emulsionary thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just hope I'm not too starstruck and too crazy. I know, right? That that could be overwhelming, but what a, what a cool experience. And I can't wait how amazing that you get to, to share your journey with even more people to absolutely 2.5 million viewers. I cannot wait to get them heard. That's amazing. It makes my heart so happy to be able to tell people, Hey, if you've done a market research before, we're so different, right? <laughs> we love you. We're different. So right. um, I'm hoping that I change some people's views. I know some people have gotten burned on market research before, um, and I want to change that too, because without people and their opinions, we can't make a change. And just one person can't make a change. It takes a village. Right. So the right. more we get heard, the more we can change or make a better treatment for that type of condition that they have. Right. Right. Oh, I love that. Well, to all our listeners, make sure you you tune in to the Montel Williams Balancing Act show and listen to D. That's I'm I'm gonna stay tuned for that date because I'm really excited to see that. Um, D, where can our listeners find you online to connect with you? That I made, you know, my company name is huge, but I made the website tiny. So it is just www.echo pmg.com echo pmg.com and you can sit there and you can sign up on our panel um and as soon as we have a a study that fits your condition we will reach out and get you on and you can share your voice and you can actually have a great experience with echo we'll make sure it's great amazing amazing we will have that linked in our show notes as well um so people will be able to connect with you through your website and we'll link up your social media as well as we start to wrap up here, any final thoughts or words of advice you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. Uh, this life that you're given is, it's not, it's not a dress rehearsal. It's the real deal. Make it count every day because only you can. Only thing you can control is yourself and that's it. Have a great life and do things that make you happy. And if they don't, don't do them. 
Oh, that's so, so great. So great. Dee, I love this conversation with you today. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, to all our listeners, go connect with Dee, go check out her website and everything she does through Echo. And we will see you back here again next week with a new episode. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.